I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the device and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 66 on page 417. O be joyful in God, all ye lands. Sing praises unto the honor of his name. Make his praise to be glorious. Say unto God, O how wonderful art thou in thy works. Through thy greatness of thy power shall thine enemies bow down unto thee. For all the world shall worship thee, sing of thee, and praise thy name. O come hither and behold the works of God, how wonderful he is in his doings toward the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land, so that they went through the water on foot. There did we rejoice thereof. He ruleth with his power forever. His eyes behold the nations, and such as will not believe shall be not be able to exalt themselves. O praise our God, ye peoples, and make the voice of his praise to be heard. Who holdeth our soul in life, and suffereth not our feet to slip. For thou, O God, hast proved us. Thou also hast tried us like as silver is tried. Thou broughtest unto the snare, and laidest trouble upon our loins. Thou sufferest men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and water, and thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. I will go into thy house with burnt offering, and I will pay thee my vows which I have promised with my lips, and spake with my mouth when I was in trouble. I will offer to thee fat burnt sacrifices with the incense of rams. I will offer bullocks and goats. O come hither, and hearken, all ye that fear the Lord, and I will tell you what he hath done for my soul. I called unto him with my mouth, and gave him praises with my tongue. If I incline unto wickedness with mine heart, the Lord will not hear me. But God hath heard me, and considered the voice of my prayer. Praise be God, who hath not cast out my prayer, nor turned his mercy from me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
Here begins the 20th verse of the fifth chapter of the book of Jeremiah. Declare this in the house of Jacob and proclaim it in Judah, saying, Hear this now, O foolish people, without understanding, who have eyes and see not, and who have ears and hear not. Do you not fear me, says the Lord? Will you not tremble at my presence, who have placed the sand as the bound of the sea, by a perpetual decree, that it cannot pass beyond it? And though its waves toss to and fro, yet they cannot prevail. Though they roar, yet they cannot pass over it. But this people has a defiant and rebellious heart. They have revolted and departed. They do not say in their heart, Let us now fear the Lord our God, who gives rain, both the former and the latter, in its season. He reserves for us the appointed weeks of the harvest. Your iniquities have turned these things away, and your sins have withheld good from you. For among my people are found wicked men. They lie in wait as one who sets snares. They set a trap. They catch men. As a cage is full of birds, so their houses are full of deceit. Therefore they have become great and grown rich. They have grown fat. They are sleek. Yes, they surpass the deeds of the wicked. They do not plead the cause, the cause of the fatherless. Yet they prosper, and the right of the needy they do not defend. Shall I not punish them for these things, says the Lord? Shall I not avenge myself on such a nation as this? An astonishing and horrible thing has been committed in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests rule by their own power, and my people love to have it so. But what will you do in the end? Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaid. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercies on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy a hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 17th verse of the 11th chapter of the Gospel of St. John. So when Jesus came, he found that he had already been in the tomb four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away, and many of the Jews had joined the women around Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him, but Mary was sitting in the house. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. 
for mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who seest that we have no power of ourselves to help ourselves, keep us both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls, that we may be defended from all adversities which may happen to the body, and from all evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthy lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. Love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about tonight's lessons, and specifically about our New Testament lesson. This is a very instructive passage here, in that in our lives in, in Christ now, we are often in the same boat as Martha here, where we want something good to happen. We want some sort of healing or, or you know, relief from a, a affliction for ourselves or for others. And we are told that we have this newness of life in Christ. And we answer yeah, I know that in the resurrection we'll all be lifted up and stuff. But what about right now? What about this thing that's going on right now? And so what Jesus is doing here is giving a foretaste of what is affected by his death and resurrection in 
his eventual raising of Lazarus. But this foretaste of what happens in in Christ, in our life in Christ, is manifested not at some future time only. It is not that we are raised up in newness of life at the resurrection, uh, on the last day. We have newness of life now in Christ. And that's hard for us to to always manifest and live out and, and believe always. And so, especially like in these times like now in Lent, when we are, you know, working on our spiritual disciplines, ideally, when we are remembering the events leading up to Jesus' passion and death and his eventual resurrection, that are we really taking into our heart at all times that we have this newness of life now, that that the joy and the 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 love and the new way of being, the the new creatures that we are in our baptism, and that we celebrate at Easter. Do we really believe that now when we are suffering? You know these little things like our fasts or abstaining from social media or these type of things. Are we really embodying and believing this thing that we profess every Sunday in the creed and every day in the Apostles' Creed in our our morning and evening prayer? Is our prayer a manifestation of that? And so that's a task for us, and it's a tough one. And it's hard to do all the time, but we have a great benefit that we are living in community with one another. And when I don't really feel that in my heart totally and completely, I can rely on other people in the community who do feel that thing and can lift me up and sustain me just as Jesus sustains us all. We do this thing together and we do that for one another. And so it's important that when we do feel those things, that we, in a way, do that for other people. And know that when we aren't feeling that, that there's other people who are willing to do that for us. And we do that together in these things, like our, our prayer together. This is, a, this is what it's all about. This is our life. And this is what we are all working towards, is in this resurrection, in this newness of life, we will all be joined in communion with one another, with the saints, and with Jesus in a constant state of prayer together with one another. So just some thoughts about the nice lessons. We will continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. The light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. 
reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this evening. Hope you have a great Thursday night. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Father John. Have a good, good night, everybody. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Thank you. Good night.